When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now joined by Coach Bohannon. And Coach, it's finally here. Baseball season. We have a schedule. you got to be getting really excited for mid-February in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. Yeah, we can't can't wait to get started. You know, it's four weeks from Friday, uh, February the 19th will be our first game against McNeese State. And, um, you know, this offseason was a, a little odd, just like uh, the, the summer and the fall. You know, our kids didn't come back from Thanksgiving break. So it was about seven weeks that we didn't see our kids. And you always have a few concerns when you go that long without seeing and touching your, your players. But uh, the guys did a great job over the break. They trained really hard. They came back in great shape. And, uh, you know, we've been doing some skill instruction and uh, just really, really pleased with where the roster is right now. We're uh, we're really athletic. We look right getting off the bus. We've got stuff on the mound. Uh, we've got some, some twitch and some physicality and athleticism and just really, really excited to, to see what it looks like here in a month. And you got to be excited as well about this pitching staff that Alabama brings back, uh, highlighted by your Friday night starter from a year ago, Connor Prelip. Yeah, Connor special. Um, you know, I really tried last year. We were uh, really high on him, but tried to uh, downplay expectations for him. It's just really odd in the Southeastern Conference, or really anywhere, that you a freshman start opening day or start Friday night of a series, but he had, had earned that opportunity and he just continues to get better at a really fast rate. And, um, you know, we, we finally can match up on the first game of a series. That's been a challenge, you know, for us in, in my time here. So we're going to go to the ballpark every Friday. doesn't matter who we play or who's pitching for the other team. We're going to feel like we have a legitimate chance to win. Um, Chase Lee and Brock Guffey are, are two guys that have a lot of experience pitching in relief. Uh, so feel really strong about the back end of the game. And, um, you know, I did a media interview a couple of weeks ago and they were asking about, hey, who's going to start on Saturday or Sunday? And 
I said, hey, we, we've got like a pile of guys that are 1994, and, and some of them have a little better command or maybe a better breakable or better changeup. But, um, you know, compared to where our staff was two or three years ago to say that, that we have seven or eight guys that are 1994 that um, have a legitimate chance to, to start on Saturday or Sunday is, is just um, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, exciting to see the depth that you have with the pitching staff. Can the same be said for the position players you have coming back this year? Well, I like our position player group. Well, we need to stay healthy. We're probably not quite as deep there as I would like to be, but uh, but I do like our group. So uh, actually, I feel like we have a little bit more experience. You know, guys like Sam Prater, Drew Williamson, T.J. Reeves, they've they've been around the block a little bit, and things are just a little bit slower for them. And, you know, Owen Diodati has never had an SEC at bat, but he's got a lot of maturity and a, and a lot of talent. Same thing with Peyton Wilson's a second-year player that we're excited about. So, you know, those guys give you a nice core uh, uh, and some maturity in the way that they work and compete that, you know, maybe some of the other guys you can hit down in the bottom and, and don't really have to uh, put them in a, a, a position where you're really, really counting on them until they go out and do it and earn it. Trying to play sports during the COVID-19 pandemic is always full of unknowns, and I'm sure for you going into fall baseball practice, there had to be a lot of unknowns about what the guys did over the summer, what kind of baseball shape they stayed in. What did you see uh, during the fall series you were able to have here in Tuscaloosa? Well, to be quite honest, I, I was uh, a little frustrated the first half of the fall. And, we, you know, we have great kids from great families, and, you know, they work well. But um, the first half of the fall, it was really sloppy, and, uh, I think that's, you know, to, in some ways a result of the kids just didn't play a lot, you know, in the, the previous several months, you know, they lost the back half of the spring season and, um, you know, kids around the country in college baseball didn't get to play a lot over the summer. So, you know, the way our sport works, it's a sport of repetition and, uh, you know, we play a lot and there's just no substitute for playing the game. So we made some really strong progress the last, uh, the last third of the fall that we need to continue uh, progressing, you know, we need to, to get better at playing baseball. And I know it sounds so trite, but that's what we've just been hammering our guys with. Like, hey, we just we just need to play better. We got a lot of talent. We just need to be more consistent and, and play better. And that'll be something that they're going to continue to hear from me, and they, they, our fans and our media will probably continue to hear from me as well. Could that be something we see throughout college baseball? And we even saw it a little bit in Major League Baseball when they were able to resume last summer. You know, the pitching was ahead of the hitting for a long time because you just can't replicate at-bats. And you mentioned the repetitions are so big. But, I mean, these guys have not swung a bat in a competitive game in a long time. Yeah, that's a good point, Roger. And, and just talking to my colleagues around the league, I think that's a common theme. Uh, one, that the scrimmages were sloppy around the country throughout the fall. And uh, I think you're going to see more power stuff on the mound than you've ever seen before in college baseball. It sounds like there's just a, a pile of guys around the league that are, you know, mid-90s. And uh, I think you're probably going to see some more small ball earlier in the game, uh, probably more strikeouts. You know, a lot of these pitchers for several months, they just trained, you know. So I think there's just going to be a ton of velocity uh, and, and power secondary stuff. So, um, you know, we've got our share of that, but uh, so does everybody else around the league. And hopefully we can be better at executing and getting those big two-out hits when we need them. What can you tell us about some of the freshmen and some of the newcomers on the Crimson Tide roster? It's another good group, and I, I, this is finally the first time since I've been here where we don't have to really count on any of those guys unless they go out and earn it. And some of them will. Uh, two infielders are going to play a lot. Caden Rose and Bryce Eblen uh, are two really good players. They 
came back from uh, the winter break and they just things are a little bit slower for um, they both gained some strength and just getting more consistent in the way they're playing. And on the mound, Grayson Hitt is a guy that uh, has just got a ton of upside. He's still a little rough around the edges, but he's just really athletic and left-handed and kind of works at that 90-94 range with a really good ball that he throws for a strike. So, um, you know, he, he's a guy that's going to get a lot of opportunity. And Jake Eddington's got a really big arm. Uh, you know, again, um, you know, he's a freshman and uh, there'll be some growing pains, but he's somebody that's, uh, I mean, looks like he's going to throw the ball 100 miles an hour. So um, we're excited about those guys and they're going to get plenty of opportunity. Fans have really been wondering what this college baseball season could look like uh, starting during the COVID-19 pandemic. But for you, were you glad that the schedule is pretty much normal? Uh, you were able to schedule a, you know, four weekend series against non-conference opponents. SEC schedule looks normal. Just what can you tell us about the scheduling process and everything that went into getting the schedule on paper like we saw released on uh, Tuesday? I am glad that we have a somewhat normal schedule. And uh, a month ago, I didn't think that was going to be the case. You know, if you look at all the other sports that have been played to this point, they had delayed starts and reduced schedules. So um, certainly thought there was a chance of that happening with college baseball and just very thankful that as of right now that we're going to get to play a full 56 game schedule. You know, these kids lost half two thirds of their season last year and uh, they just need to play. a lot of teams around the country have bigger rosters. You know, we don't. We only have two seniors and two juniors. So in a year where uh, rosters are bigger than ever before and there's more experience than ever before, <laughs> we have two seniors and two juniors and a 34-man roster. But that's just kind of the, the dynamics of, of being at our university. So uh, I'm excited about the schedule, excited that we're playing, you know, a traditional 30-game league schedule and um, really ready to get in the middle of it. Yeah, it starts off with McNeese State, and then after that, Wright State and Tuscaloosa, and then you get to go on the road to the College of Charleston, and it's always been a solid baseball program. you got to be excited for that trip in non-conference play. Those first four weeks are, are a little more challenging than they have been since I've been here, and, um, you know, kind of as I alluded to earlier, I expect us to be in a lot of close games in a league play, and I didn't think that this group needed to play, you know, a bunch of low D1 schools from, from up north. Um, there's been times in the past where I really thought we needed a, a you know a bigger margin for error early uh, and needed to win to get some confidence. This group doesn't lack confidence. This group needs to play in some close games and and we need to to make sure that we know how to win those close games. So you know Wright State is a team that's uh, in a regional most every year that's going to win their league. Uh, College of Charleston and Stetson are two schools that maybe the uh, not so casual. Uh, College baseball fans not familiar with them, but those are teams that are going to have RPIs in the top 100. So, um, you know, this this is not a schedule where anybody should expect us to start out 19 and 0. Um, and and we, we'll get off to a good start because we have a good team, but we need to play good teams because we're going to play 30 of those in, in type games in the league play. Yeah, that takes me right to one of my final questions of the SEC schedule announced as well. Some great matchups, not only on the road, but at home in Tuscaloosa. And even if it is limited capacity inside Sewell Thomas Stadium, I know you want the fans there and supporting your Crimson Tide. The SEC is uh, in baseball, especially the SEC West, is the toughest division in all of amateur athletics. 
Um, you know, there's probably going to be four teams in the West alone that will be ranked in the top ten of, of some poll. All seven teams in the West, including Alabama, uh, are going to be legitimate top 25 caliber teams. Uh, it's an incredibly uh, difficult league. Um, if you watch any SEC game, no matter who we play, you're going to see future big leaguers on the field. Um uh, this is a really fun team. We have a good team. We have a very good team. We've got uh, a lot of kids on the field that are going to be draft picks, and some guys are going to play in the big leagues. And um, if you're an Alabama baseball fan, you should be really excited uh, about our schedule, uh, about this group. Um, don't wait for league play to start to come out and watch us. Uh, don't wait for us to get off to a good start. Just um, c- come see us. We, we, you're going to really enjoy watching this group. No doubt. Well, we know there are some individual workouts going on for the Crimson Tide. I believe full team practice will start on Friday the 29th. But just uh, what's the work that's going to happen between uh, the 29th when practice starts and then February 19th when McNeese State is in town to begin the 2021 season? Well, the kids are training hard right now, and we're just a little bit limited on how much time we can have with them. Luckily, the weather has really cooperated. So, you know, they're getting into swing shape and uh, and fielding shape and throwing bullpens. And once team practice officially starts um, on January the 29th, we'll, we'll scrimmage a lot in that three-week period until the, the 19th. So uh, just really pleased with where the roster is, and, and the kids are in shape, and they're really, really anxious to play. Uh, I think mentally they we could play a game tomorrow and the kids would really compete at a high level um not sure how we would execute but the the mentality is there so just really can't wait to to see what it looks like when we put it all together on the 19th well that sounds good well coach thank you for joining us best of luck as you have your spring training coming up getting ready for the start of college baseball season just roll tide and all the best to you in alabama okay thank you roger roll tide